Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi everyone, welcome back to Lavender. Today's video is an episode of Artist of Life, a series where we feature real people who are actively creating their dream life. So we explore how they got to where they are and what they've learned in their journey that you can apply to your life. My name's Eileen and I'm so excited to introduce the lovely, the talented, and the very fierce Sora Yang. Hello. So Sora Yang is a dance teacher, choreographer, and singer from the Bay Area, currently living in LA. And she is like a ball of energy. She's a beam of light. I love her so much. She's super inspiring. So a little backstory, we actually went to USC together and we danced on a hip hop team together. And it's just so amazing to see like how far she's come. So I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Yeah, see? <laughs> okay, yep, yep. That's gonna be the whole You time. wanna leave so. that? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your story a little bit, because I know you went to school for business, um, yes. but you've been dancing since high school. And ever since I've met you, you've been like an amazing dancer. So can you talk about like your path, how you decided to take dance more seriously? My motive was just to have fun. I was like still really serious about basketball. I'd been playing since I was like a little girl and um, still like super into it playing in high school. And then my friend and I were just like, let's do something like extra that's like fun mm -hmm. um, together. And we just found a local dance studio and we signed up for a beginning hip hop class Hi. once a week. So I started dancing once a week and um, just pretty soon realized that I could kind of dance. It was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, like I'm not terrible at this. Mm -hmm. Like there are some, yeah, anyway, and I really, like, I just fell in love with it instantly. Fast forward, I moved down to L.A. for school, not for dance, um, to go to USC. Mm -hmm. And I was really serious about just pursuing this, like, business career and, like, wanted to be, like, marketing, you know, just executive, blah, 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 blah. And then um, I joined GRV. Still, like, love dancing, and, and but I still uh, saw my career and my education as, like, kind of my priority mm -hmm. and that's the direction I was still headed. And even. you were like working, right? Yes. So I, you had a job, plus you were doing GRV. Yeah, I had a, so. a work study job all throughout college, like 20 hours a week, mm -hmm. it was an office job. I had GRV, which was, we didn't have like a curfew at that time, so regular rehearsals would run till like 3 or 4 a.m. consistently. Yeah. And I had 18 units a semester because um, I wanted to graduate early. Oh so my God. <laughs> I was struggling just like, yeah, so still, and I, and I so I finished school, I graduated, um, and I went straight into a marketing job. So mm -hmm. just like all throughout this journey, like yes, dance, like I was really passionate and I loved it and I, my passion and love for it helped me, like motivated me to train and to grow and get better, but it was never because I wanted to become a yeah. traveling choreographer. It was just because I it loved dancing. It was for dancing. fun. Yeah, for fun and for like the love of and it. And you like, happen to be really good at it oh. and a lot of people <laughs> saw you, right? Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so I graduated, went into a full-time marketing job and within, I think it took like two months, mm -hmm. um, two months, and I, I was just really not happy, like mm. super miserable, like I just driving in traffic, like 
like in the rain, like crying, like the most like dramatic situation, like <laughs> yeah, those those days. Mm-hmm. And I would it, at work, I would just like look at the clock and be like, oh, I can't wait till work is over so I can go take class. And I would often drive because I worked down in um, Torrance, and it would take me like t- sometimes two two and a half hours oh to drive God. to NoHo in rush hour to take the classes I wanted to take. Oh man, yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, thinking about dance all day, really miserable at work, just like knowing that having this feeling that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing because mm-hmm. I was just not, it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And then um, ironically, like one of the uh, responsibilities I had at my job was as like social media, well, one of the aspects was managing the social media accounts. And so I had to post empowering messages like every day mm-hmm. And it was just really, you know, like follow your dreams, like do what's in your heart. And I would be <laughs> when sitting you're at the, the job, office, you know, like, like I like I'm not doing these things, but you know, posting them every day. And I finally came across one, and I never say this correctly, but it was along the lines of if you want to know where your heart is, follow your mind when it wanders. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and then I thought about it, and I was like, I'm thinking about dance all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like the symbolic start of it. And then from there, um, this number started popping up everywhere. Uh, I don't want to share the exact num- num- number, but it's a really weird combination okay. of number. That's and so creepy. What do you started, mean? It started popping up everywhere, okay. like um, receipts, license plates I would be driving behind, uh-huh. uh, the queue if I was like, you know, in line to get food, yeah. food like number, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, Everything, the price of How things many that digits I was paying is this for. number? It's only two. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's just the fact that I saw it everywhere. It, it, to the point where I was like, okay, you know, sometimes when you're looking for things, you just see them more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to the point where you're like in traffic and you look up and the license plate, like it ends like, in again? that. Again, <laughs> the re- then you go eat and the receipt, it's like, that's your number. And just everything, like the number of likes. I know like this sounds so silly, but like the number of likes on posts and just mm-hmm. like everything was this number, like, for I would say at least a month and it was freaking me out and I finally googled it I was like maybe there's like some symbolic meaning behind this like even if it's not really valid or from a credible source like it'll give me some type of answer Mm -hmm. I found one really um just like discreet website and it talked about like this angel number that I've heard of these yeah. like angel number yeah. things. So yeah. it was like an angel number what my number was. Uh-huh. And then the me- the message said that basically like whatever you want, like however you want to like manifest yourself. It used mm-hmm. manifest mm-hmm. as the word, like yourself to the world, like whatever you want to become, like it will take care of you. Oh, that's nice. So cuz I think the biggest thing for me that was holding me back from taking the leap of faith into dance was just pure like 100% financial, like mm-hmm. how would I make this work. I like just graduated from a crazily expensive university um, and I'm in debt and like how am I paying my rent, you know, like how am I going to make all this work and so that was my fear and that's kind of what held me back. That along with not believing that I was good enough Mm -hmm. to begin with and then just all those, all these things combined, not being happy at work, this sign that kept up coming up, um, and then finally researching, like, this, the angel was just like, oh, like, the cherry on top, like, okay, yeah. finally. So I read that, and I was like, you know what, like, yeah, I need to do this. And I, I will say, like, simultaneously, um, a lot of choreographers that I really respect and look up to uh, started 
ha like not handing me opportunities, but reaching out to me mm. and um, bringing me into like video shoots That's and awesome. rehearsals and projects and things like that. And so they were showing like a belief in me that mm. I didn't have in myself at the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, so that helped me a lot. Just, okay, these people I respect are, you know, telling me, giving me kind yeah, of like a green they light, believe in encouraging you. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought, okay, like, I think the final, just to kind of like conclude my life story, just the final thing that I kind of realized in making that final jump into quitting my full time and figuring out how to make dance like work was deciding that it wasn't about being good enough. Because I always use that as my excuse. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be like this choreographer. I would look at the top choreographers and be like, I'm not at that level. I'll never be there. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do what they do. Um, you know, making excuses like I started too late. Like, I didn't have like mm -hmm. all the training. Yeah. And then I realized like, yeah, I'm not where those people are. I'm, maybe I'm not good enough right now. But that doesn't mean that if I don't put in the work that I won't become there. Yeah. You know, like I won't get to that level. Yeah that allows me to to do those things and to live out those dreams you know mm -hmm. so once i decided like yeah Sora, like you might suck right now like you know <laughs> i mean being overly harsh but like that doesn't mean you need to that doesn't prevent you from becoming great from trying yeah from trying yeah, and, and exactly. like yeah you're gonna have to put in like so much work mm -hmm. but that's i just decided it's not about being good enough but about wanting it bad mm -hmm. enough like wanting to be good enough Bad enough, badly enough, yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. so you decided that you wanted it more than, you know, not even trying. Yeah, right? I mean, I just, I knew that I wasn't where I needed to be to be like, you know, an international like teacher. Yeah, but nobody yeah. starts out that way. Right, <laughs> like, there's no way. Comparison, like when we compare ourselves to successful people, we look mm -hmm. at them in yeah, the light yeah. and when they're in the light it's because they've succeeded you know if they've, they've yeah. kind of reached that level of greatness and I think just deciding like I can't use that like I can use that as my motivation mm -hmm. but not as like something to discourage me oh, because yeah, I'm not yeah. close to that I mean there's a saying like don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20 exactly because you don't know how many steps they've taken to get there right. so it's all about like just start where yeah. you are totally yeah and even the way that people get to like similar destinations is so different. Mm -hmm. I think like not making excuses because of maybe where you come from or how much money you have or you know the mentors you may or may not have like I've those things like should never stand in your way because you can still become successful yes. you know like you can find a way to become successful and yeah it'll happen the way that it's meant for you I you think. can find a way yes mm -hmm. find a way. okay next question I want to ask is since you've taken that leap of faith what has been the biggest challenge in becoming like an, an artist or you know what I mean pursuing your dreams so I think I got this question a lot mm -hmm. in towards the beginning of um, doing dance full-time and in the beginning, the number one answer was finances. Mm -hmm. So it's just when you decide to leave a very stable paying job yeah. <laughs> for something very unstable, very uncertain, uh, not guaranteed, it's how do you stay afloat? Mm -hmm. Especially when, you know, if you're pursuing art, you're going to have to invest. Like you just start out by investing, investing, investing in yourself and your growth and your, mm -hmm. in putting yourself out there. And, um, I just didn't have the luxury of like having a lot of money to to like propel me in that in that way, you know. So in the beginning, um, I was juggling so many part time jobs just to get like extra money every week. Like, 
every week would be different. Like, yeah. uh, I think there was one year, I forget which, maybe this was 2013. I think I, I counted and I listed all the different random jobs I did. Yeah. So can you give an example of like what kind of weird jobs you had? Yeah, well, so um, one of them was I was a personal assistant mm -hmm. um, and it ranged from doing like the very typical like filing, um, paperwork, organizing office spaces to going grocery shopping at Trader Joe's for people or taking care of like their parents, you know, like kind oh, of wow. elderly yeah. care. Yeah. Um, and I also was like a tutor, an academic tutor, uh, which is not my forte <laughs> in terms of just not, not academic, not academics, not being my forte, but just like being patient with people mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like sitting next to them. Um, but I tutored a lot. Um, I did really random, uh, I did like, random acting things uh, mm -hmm. through my agency, but I'm like the worst actor ever, so don't look those up <laughs> anywhere online. Like, Everyone's gonna look awful. them up now. I know, not gonna look them up, but they're like, I'm just telling you, I'm terrible. Uh -huh. So I apologize, but um, that was like, uh, what else? Oh, I was a PR assistant. Mm -hmm. I worked for like this um, kind of like startup PR agency mm -hmm. for a little bit, so that was a lot of writing. Um, just a lot, yeah. a lot of different things. I just found ways to make money um, in, yeah, I just found ways. And, and that was just yeah. stressful because every week, like you're, you're, you're searching, you're applying, mm -hmm. you're, you're going, you're driving all over the place and just to get like an extra 200 bucks a week yeah. for whatever expenses for food, for gas. And mm -hmm. so that was, um, yeah, the initial struggle was financially staying afloat and supporting myself, um, all the while investing and making myself you know, get to the level that I mentioned that I mm -hmm. wanted to, you know, so get So, like, to. you invested in taking class? Yeah, taking class and also, like, what you else? know, when you're starting out um, as a dancer, it's really important that you create work, mm -hmm. like, start to build, like, a portfolio of presence, and that that requires, like, a lot of investment, That's you know, true. like, videos and stuff, but if you're, you know, scraping by to, like, make rent and stuff, like, you're not thinking about paying hundreds of, like not hundreds but like a couple hundred dollars mm -hmm. for videos and stuff so even that like um that was difficult but fast forward to like a couple years later and i'm doing okay <laughs> i'm like less you Congrats. know thank you yeah. i'm just less like you know stressed about every single like juice i buy yeah. at the store or whatever yeah. like um i would say moving forward the greatest challenge is i think it's like aligning who i am and like what means a lot to me um, with like what I do like and and just making sure that like as I move forward I'm fulfilling like a thousand percent of of like my gift and my potential mm -hmm. um, Just because it's so uncertain and like as a freelance artist like you have to Decide things for yourself and like and like move forward like there's no boss telling you like what to do where to mm -hmm. go What direction to head and what how you should spend your time how yeah. you should express yourself like what methods or outlets you should be You know focusing on and I think just like it's just always that like overriding like existential like like does this purpose? align with me? Who yeah, who, like what's the point? Mm -hmm. I think that's been a huge question is like with everything I do and like it's always challenging to find like the most effective way to like use my voice and my gift and whatever opportunities mm -hmm. I'm given to like maximize, you know, yeah. that 
That's what I appreciate about you because you really care about your voice and the energy you put out. And you can tell by like everything you post on social media, it's always positive. And I watched that video. I want to put a clip in it here, like where you told that girl, like, I am strong. Oh, Remember the girl and yeah, you told her to repeat? That was so cute. Amy, what did you learn today? <laughs> I am strong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So things like that, I think it's really important and it shows that you're an artist, which is really cool. I want to ask about that. Like, where does that positivity or that side come from? And how do you stay connected with that when you're going through like a tough time? Oh, gosh. Because I know it's not easy, you know? I don't, I can't pinpoint it to like one source or one mm -hmm. explanation. I just feel like I've always been like a very fiery person. Mm -hmm. um, Were you raised like that? Like your parents supported yeah. you? Yeah. My parents have always just been very like, you can do anything you want, like no That's limits. So yeah, they're the yeah. best. They're like s super supportive, mm -hmm. like never held back any belief in me or anything like that with anything I wanted to do. Um, and I think, yeah, that has a lot to do with, I just, Growing up, I've always had, I've been this very like loud, like wanted mm -hmm. to be, you know, the leader and like, like spread. The president, right? Yeah. Of all years, class yeah. president. In high school, <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know where it comes from. I just feel like I've always had this, I felt this responsibility, like mm -hmm. a moral obligation, but deeper than an obligation, yeah. like a responsibility yeah. to like make the world better. Mm -hmm. Before I had X amount of followers yeah. and subscribers, yeah. like even when, no one knew who I was. I still felt like, how can I make this world better? And I feel like people who, there are a lot of, most people that I meet align with this kind of feeling. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of like taking action yeah. on it, you know? But I've just always, I've always felt that way, like wanting to make the world better. I think mm -hmm. I'm a really maybe sensitive. I'm super sensitive, super emotional. I'm huge just crybaby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and like when other people are in pain or in sadness, like I feel it really deeply, like, Mirror, empathy. In, a lot of insane empathy, empathy mm -hmm. slash I'll say like mirror neurons you know like <laughs> I can't watch like Grey's Anatomy oh, or like, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. someone gets a cut I'm like oh same, same same I just yeah. feel I just feel like I have a lot of feelings yeah. and it, it comes from being really intense it's like compassion yeah I, think. I guess you can call it simple I'm like making it really complicated compassion empathy yeah. like I just feel really strongly in it I think a lot of us can like yeah. relate to that though. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So what was the question? <laughs> like where does this come from? But you answered I don't the question. Know. You yeah, answered it perfectly. But way. also like when Sora Yang's having a bad day, what what does that look like? Do you snap yourself out of it or or do you just uh, like rage? <laughs> I have a lot of bad days. Like to yeah. be honest. I mean I I think my bad days come from they always stem from not being productive. Mm -hmm. I'm such like I feel like I, I get a lot of fulfillment and happiness from creating things and accomplishing things. Mm -hmm. And when I feel like I'm not ma maximizing that day and like my potential that day, I know this sounds like really extreme, but I feel really like wasteful. No, I know. I just I hate not being productive. And yeah. that's, and I just will like get into, yeah, just phases of feeling down, like, God, like you're wasting your life. So like, what are you doing? You know, I'm really bad at like just chilling. I'm yeah, really bad at it, and it's not a not good necessarily thing. a weakness because it's good. It, like you're productive, but you you could learn to like not be so hard on yourself. I right definitely that <laughs> I need to not yeah. be hard on myself mm -hmm. for sure. But I I am just naturally, and I think the way I get out of it is um, just like I'm a like I love just like jotting things down. I love planning, mm -hmm. um, and so I just like 
you know, develop, like even when I'm having like a down day, I'll just like develop like a plan, like how do I get out of this? What things do you want to create? Like what steps do you need to take? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, and in, in terms of like staying positive, I use Twitter a lot. Like everyone makes fun of me for it because I'm just like a serial tweeter. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things I tweet about are things that I realize myself when I'm like in moods that aren't so great and they're, they're just like reminders to myself or met things that I've learned that help me get out of those states, mm-hmm. you know, that are empowering and encouraging and just like kind of grounding. Yeah. And then I always like when I'm tweeting it, it's like note to self, but also just oh, like if this helps yeah. anyone else like get out of right. whatever state you're in, then that's great, you know? So, so you talk yourself out of your A little bit, yeah. Moods. Like Just you're like, like your own motivational Yeah, it's coach. perspective, right? Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. you're in a down mood, like oftentimes, you know, sometimes like we can't control those things, but you can control how you choose to look at mm-hmm. things. And yes. I think like, yeah, I do talk myself. No, I love that. Yeah, because I journal a lot too. Yeah. And when I feel bad, I'm always like, why this? Yeah. And I, I, I journal through it. And at the end, it's always like at, on a positive note. Right. Yeah. And it also helps that dance is so therapeutic. Mm-hmm. So it's like the one thing that I love is not the one thing I love, the only thing I love, but like, you know, a thing, you a love. thing I love yeah. that so much and it's such a huge part of my life is the thing that always ends up like uplifting me anyway, you know? Dance. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of awesome. Like even if dance is the source of like stress or sadness or frustration, it's always dance that brings me out of it too, you know? Yeah. So it's kind like of... you can't stay mad and dance, right. right? Like you just can't. It gets it all out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So at this point, you've traveled to so many places around the world to teach dance. I want to ask what has been the most memorable or impactful moment from all okay. of One was um, in Hong Kong. The first time I went to Hong Kong, um, it was during a time where I was traveling a lot internationally. I had just started traveling a lot internationally, and I felt very directionless or kind of just didn't understand the, like what the point of what I was doing was. Like I just felt kind of lost in what I was doing. Like, yes, I was traveling. Yes, I, like, you know, on the surface level, it looked like I was like being you know, successful, but Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel quite right, fulfilled. Like, I just felt like everything was about social media and everything is like, blah, like famous Mm -hmm. this, famous that. And Mm -hmm. I just felt really turned off by it. And then I, so I wasn't feeling good. I also wasn't feeling good about just where I was ability-wise, just down on myself. It was just a period of time where I was down on myself and like a little bit lost and not fully confident in what I was doing. Then I went to Hong Kong and um, I taught a class, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, afterwards, like students t- will come say thank you, take pictures, um, talk to me. And there was this one girl, she was 15, 13 or 15, but uh, like a young teen. And she told me that because of you, like I wanna be strong and I like know that I can be strong too um, because like you're small like me, you know, and, and like I didn't think like someone like you could be strong and just, I. She said it way more oh to the point, but right. it was that message. And for me, it was that moment where I realized like what I do has greater implications like beyond dance. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like when people come to class, like they're learning lessons that will hopefully stay with them, you know, in their lives, like mm-hmm. forever. It's not just about like a step, like mastering a step and like whatever. It's like this girl, you know, in Asia, and like I've traveled to many different countries in Asia and still very patriarchal, still very like women are secretaries, women are the wives, like, and to be able to travel to like a, 
you know, and, and see like a young, small Asian girl say, you know what, like I, I've seen you, like you can be so strong, so I want to be strong too. It's just like, that's, <laughs> I know, and, I would know, cry. I was go, I'm like, <laughs> I like trying not to cry, like talking oh about it, but it was during a time where I just felt so lost. And then like, oh yeah, all I did was teach like a piece and for, for that to impact her the way that it did, mm-hmm. it was just like, yo, she's going to be like a boss one day I now. Know. You know, like a CEO or whatever she wants to be, a yeah. biologist, a coder, anything, like, anything <laughs> yeah. a singer, like, she's going to, like, the fact that I kind of helped her believe that she can be as strong and as big as she wants to be, like, mm-hmm. through a piece, yeah. dance, like, a routine, you know, was so... <gasps> I love that. Uh, That's was, so empowering. So that was just like, yeah, F, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going, like, this is why I'm, like, this is why I was given this weird way that I move, like, this is why I'm short, like, this <laughs> yeah, is, you know, like, it all comes together, it all it's all used together. up, yeah, so that was, like, super defining, uh-huh. and kind of just, like, I think about it every time I feel a little lost, or, mm-hmm. like, purposely directionless, I'm, like, you know what, like, this is reaching people, I don't know that it, mm-hmm. I, you know, beyond my own uh, acknowledgement, like, I yeah. can't, I don't know who this could be reaching, I guess, is what I should say, and, and because of that, like, I should keep going, you know, mm-hmm. so, that was one. Yeah, if you get that and you, it's like you see the results and the rewards of your work, like right. how can you stop doing what you're doing? Right, you know? it's just, you just gotta yeah, keep going, right. keep spreading spreading the love. Yes. Yeah. Um, now let's switch over to like, let's talk about your dance pieces. I just, okay. I wanna know what is your favorite piece that you've choreographed and why? Oh. Ah. This is a hard question because I feel like every week I make like one that I feel like is the best. You know, make one I'm, a week? Well, no, no, no. Do I don't make one a week. But oh. I just feel like I'm constantly training outside yeah. of just teaching choreographing mm-hmm. to get better overall as a dancer, a choreographer. Mm-hmm. And so every time I create, I feel like it's better than oh, my yeah. last. Like, oh, that's great. Oftentimes, not not every single piece, um, but oftentimes I just feel like okay, I I've grown in as a mover, so this new piece mm-hmm. is better. I would say, like, um, just in terms of one that means a lot to me is my Like a Boy piece. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I made it for my teammate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just, that one means a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it's going to be hard until I make, like, another piece, like, dedicated for someone. I guess you can't compare in that yeah. sense, though. Yeah, what's yeah. better or what's not better. And then, other than that, I just feel like I'm trying to outdo myself all the time. And also, like... Once you, like, I feel like once I create something, once I choreograph something, I'll love it. And then, like, two months later, I'll be like, that's whack. Yeah. That's how I feel about videos. Every week when I create a video, I'm like, this is the best. Like, this is my best work. And then a couple weeks later, I'm like, okay, I'm over it. Right. You just keep moving forward. I think it's growth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, when you grow and you get, gain new, new, Mm. like, insight, fresher insight, like, more informed Right, right, Skilled, right. then you're like, ah, that's whack. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, do you have a favorite quote? Oh, this is so <laughs> hard because I love quotes. Well, pick one. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love quotes so much. Um, so hard. Okay, I think one is, um, I don't even remember who this is by, but it's when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope, I can't even recite this verbatim, but basically it's just like when you get to the end of your life, like you would hope to say that like you used every bit of the talent you were given, like nothing went to waste. Yes. And I like it not for necessarily the spiritual, like religious, like aspect of it, but, but for just that, this idea that like you were given 
opportunities. You're mm-hmm. given talents. You're given gifts and thoughts and um, all these like really nice, awesome things. Mm-hmm. And I think it is our responsibility to make the most out of it in mm-hmm. like a positive way. So yeah. I think that that one is. Top. I love that. Yeah, top. that's that aligns with what I believe in. Like you yes. should use everything that you have, all your gifts and your life experience. All yeah. like nothing's wasted. It's nothing's all to use. And I, I just like want to add because I think I can complain about being at a disadvantage to like other successful people who had all these hookups and like money and blah blah blah. But I still have so much that I can work with. Yeah. And and, I, and because of that, like I have responsibility to exactly. Make the world and better. you have the responsibility to do it in your own way. Right. Because it's every voice is unique and totally. every voice is necessary. Yes. Or it adds to the you know it brings something to the table. Yes. I just read something yeah. about that. Uh-huh. I was like, it's another quote about how, like. Dimming someone's light doesn't make you better. It just makes the world darker. Yeah, so it's I just love that. Like, yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. There's like everyone should contribute. Everyone should can. support each other and bring each other up. Yes. because it's not a race. No, right? it's, it's a, so different. Bringing everyone up. Everyone's yeah. so different and yeah, needs to like. I think that took a few years for me to learn, though. Like yeah. when I was in college, I would like compare myself to other people. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Of course, and yeah. you're like competitive. But the older you get, the more you realize like. You're in your own path. No need to compare. Even harder with girls. Yeah, it is. Because there are less girls at the top. And so yeah. it gives females this idea that like there's only X amount of spots mm-hmm. for girls to thrive in whatever industry and be, mm-hmm. so as a result you need to compete with like the next best. But and I've I fall into that trap like in the beginning, you know, and just like wanting to be like the best and the mm-hmm. only and then I just realized like, man, when you're the only girl and, and like for me, like when I'm traveling with like 10 dudes and I'm the only girl, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I wish there were more girls yeah, with me. Yeah, I know? noticed that. You're once always I, with guys and like yeah. where are the girls at? Yeah, and I, yeah. like once I realized, I was like, dude, like women are the best. And yeah. <laughs> I want to travel with more girls. So like yes. once I realized that, I was like, I can't try to be the best. Like, I mean, I can try to be the best like of, of myself, yes. but like I need to bring other girls up, you yeah. know? And, and that's like what we should be doing for mm-hmm. each other, like yeah. not what happens oftentimes, which is, you know, tearing yeah, it yeah, down yeah, because yeah. you want to get up. But, you know, if you're a female in, in a leadership position, like, it should be your responsibility to, mm-hmm. like, bring others up, not mm-hmm. stay, be the only girl up there, you know? Yes, so. totally. Yeah. I love it. So last question. Do you have any advice for aspiring dancers or artists, people who want to be like you? Oh, God, I don't <laughs> want to be like First of all, you don't want to be like me. I'm a weirdo. Um, I think for, I'll, t- I'll start with really narrow with dancers and choreographers. Um, I think you have to find who you are. Mm-hmm. Like figure that out, like really hard. Like figure that out really hard. hard. How, I say how really would hard. you do that? Um, I think it's just, I mean, I've had so many different periods of like patches of like life crises and soul searching. And I, I think everyone has a different way of like discovering who they are. but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just doing things that make you happy and like engaging yourself in areas that you're passionate about, no matter how trivial or small or random mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. seem. Like if it's fishing, go fishing. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. I, that sounds so silly, but just like to invest yourself in areas that you that resonate with mm-hmm. you, I guess, is how I would word it. And um, having really awesome talks with friends, like that's mm-hmm. always really like eye-opening and just. I think it's the reason why I say this, you have to know who you are 
is because if you don't know who you are, like, or at least what you like or, or have a general idea of that, it's really hard to be your own artist. Because I think like art is such a reflection of like the soul mm -hmm. and like the spirit and like mentality or whatever. So I think like that's why you see a lot of um, younger dancers like chore and choreographers, they come out with pieces that just look like other existing choreographers. Yeah. And it's because they haven't fully developed like their own way of moving and their own interpretation of music mm -hmm. and like things like that. And I think that comes from, for dance specifically, like you just need to train mm -hmm. a lot with a lot of like the people, either the people you really like, like the styles that you really like or with everyone to figure out what you like and how you like to move and then just commit to that no matter how weird it is or mm -hmm. how unpopular it is um, because that's how you're gonna figure out who you are. And then if you know who you are as a mover and you really are in tune with that, then you're gonna be able to create things that reflect that and reflect you because yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that's like lacking is a lot of like individual like unique original mm -hmm. voices that are like new mm. um it's not easy and it, it comes with time co that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say next it takes so much time I think yeah. there's like always like a ex like people want things to be so expedited. did you have like a clicking point where you're like oh this is me um, like was it when you started or a few years in I've like I've always hit hard like yeah. it's always yeah. just been like my not it's never been like an effort thing it's always just been like I just have boom, always boom. interpretive dance yeah. like that yeah. like and that's just the way that that when I feel empowered is like mm -hmm. when I dance like that mm -hmm. and I think when I was first transitioning into professional like pursuing dance a lot of teachers like would mention like oh don't hit so hard like oh, or if you're oh. a girl like you're a woman like you need to dance like a woman oh, like, shit. whatever that <laughs> means you know yeah uh, which basically means like move your hips and like do body rolls, you know? Like, so I mean, it does mean more than that. But for me, I was just like so confused. I was like, but I like dancing like this. Like, this is me. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I was really confused. Like, uh, people are telling me that like what I'm doing is wrong, but it feels like it's me. It feels right. Yeah. And then one day, I think I was just like, F it. I don't know. Like, yeah. I was like, I I just had like a, just like an epiphany and I was like, I, this is me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care. Like you can't, first of all, you can't even confine like gender roles and norms are so like prehistoric now, like 1990, whatever. Right. But it's like, I get there are differences, you know, and that there are beautiful feminine qualities and beautiful masculine qualities, whatever. Like, yes, I agree. All of those exist. And then I just realized I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna dance like me, I'm gonna strengthen me, but I'm also going to learn all these other things. Yeah. So yeah. that like when people are like, oh, dance like a woman, like when people are like, dance like a woman, I'll be like, okay, fine. Here, mm. <laughs> I'll move my hips. But then, like, <laughs> but then I'm gonna always go back to like what I, what I love and like yeah. what's true to me. So I think once I realized like, hey, like I understand all the vocabulary and the terms and the variations that, um, and I respect all of it, but you have to just do what do feels you. Do you? Yeah, because yeah. like, so like expand your vocabulary, go out and learn everything. But at the end of the day, you still have to. Yeah, do, I yeah, think appreciate. It's like my way is not the best way, mm -hmm. and I know that, but it's my way. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like the way that I like like to move. And once I just realize, like, it's okay to learn. You know, exactly mm -hmm. learn everything else mm -hmm. and have an appreciation for everything else, an understanding of everything else. Um, and it actually helps you because mm -hmm. since you kind of like surveyed the field, it's like, all right, well, I've tried this, but this is like, this is what feels best for me, mm -hmm. you know, and then just sticking with that. So yeah. and I think that can apply to not just dance, but like everything. all other places of life. Yeah, everything. Yeah.
All right, that's all for today. Yay! Thank you so much. Thank Honestly, you. I love you so Yay! much. You're so sweet and you're so empowering. I can't you wait are. to see the amazing things you do in life. You too. I'll be following along. You're like the most I'm... skilled person I know. No, I'm for not. real. No, I'm not. Like sometimes I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this, but you know how to oh do it. Oh my gosh. I feel so. But yeah, yeah I just, I admire you. Everyone out there, make sure you check out Sora Yang. I have all her links in the description. Hi. Yeah, just amazing, amazing person. Okay. Yay! Thank you. This was Artist of Life by Lavender. See you next time. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. All right, love you all. Bye.